Hello again, beautiful being, and welcome back to a new episode of Expand with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, we are talking all about you. Who are you? What are you doing here on this planet? But most importantly, who are you becoming? Where are you going? What is your next move? Now, before we deep dive into lots of important downloads and information, I just want to say that I am officially recording this out of my brand new recording studio. I am currently at an undisclosed location in Canada somewhere, and there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into the studio, so I hope the sound is absorbing, and luckily for me, I don't have to stop for leaf blowers or helicopters or sirens, because that just doesn't exist out here. We are living in such a tiny town, there isn't even a population on the town welcome board. So that should give you an idea of how far out we are, and it's honestly, it's really been incredible. So let's deep dive right into it. Who are we becoming? Where are we going at an individual level and a collective level? And this is a really important question to ask at this time. We are seeing the uprise all over the world. We are seeing the collapse and restructuring of major systems all across the globe. And really, where are we going? So I want to talk about 5D frequency. I want to talk about the quantum world and identity. Now, this is definitely something that I've spoken about before, but this episode is purely dedicated on how we can restructure our own independent lives to align with a higher vibrational state of being. So before we go into 5D, let's talk about 3D, the 3D way of being and experiencing. In the third dimension frequency, at an individual identity level, we choose to be one thing. And in the past, that one thing dictated who we were, you know, for the rest of our lives. So if, say, for example, you're a family man and that is the identity that you chose, then maybe you struggle with work, maybe you struggle with financials, but you always show up for your family. If, on the other hand, you chose to be a doctor for a living, your whole identity was created around, well, I am Dr. You know, Samantha Rose or something. And your whole identity was created around that one thing, that one aspect that we chose. Now, if we look at the fourth dimension frequency, 4D is many things, but it is, in this case, as far as identity is concerned, it is more within the realm of polarity, which means that, say, for example, with the family man idea, right? I'm a family man. In 4D, you're either going to show up and sacrifice everything in your life to show up, Or you're going to be the exact opposite. You're going to be flaky. You're going to be all over the place. You're not going to know how to show up. And that's what 4D is all about. 
It is still about one thing, but it's about experiencing that one thing to the extreme ends of both sides of the coin. So if you say, for example, are a very, very happy person, then you simultaneously can actually be a very, very sad person in the fourth dimension frequency. So what a lot of people are going through at this time and for the past couple of years is they have been forced to transition their identity into a polarizing experience. So people who say, for example, have been very wealthy and have had lots of money, all of a sudden are very poor and are very lacking a lot of money. And we have to go through the extreme ends of polarity in order to move into a higher frequency. The problem with identity and polarity, identity and the fourth dimension, or really any aspect of the fourth dimension frequency, we tend to get stuck in the polarizing experience. I don't blame humans for getting stuck in polarity. I've definitely been stuck in polarity for quite some time, and then I've been able to navigate and move away from that in order to teach all angles of experiencing reality. But we as human beings, we gravitate towards extreme experiences. And I honestly don't know why that is. I don't know if it's because we are emotional in nature. I don't know if it's because we live a lot of our lives in autopilot and then the extreme polarity kind of wakes us up out of the autopilot. I don't know, but there's definitely something within human nature that leads us to connect to the extremes. Now, take a look at mainstream news, for example. We are connected to the extreme in mainstream news, right? So whether it be a really, really beautiful, happy story like a dolphin in the ocean off the coast of Miami saved a little boy. Wow, that's amazing. Makes our hearts melt. And that's going to get a lot of clicks and a lot of views. Or a dolphin surprisingly attacked a young boy off the coast of Miami, right? It's shocking. It's surprising. It's, you know, it it blows our minds. Once again, same thing. It's going to garner a lot of attention, a lot of views, a lot of clicks. And in a clickbait society, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for that fight or flight. So the toughest part about the fourth dimension frequency is to get away from polarity altogether. Now, I tend to find that the one main way that I myself have been able to navigate away from polarity is I honestly got sick and tired of the fight or flight. At a certain point in time, there is so much fear. There's so much projection. There's so much of the glasses half empty all the time where you just want to switch it up. You want to change. You know, you get to a point where you're just so low vibrational, you change, you shift, you awaken, you expand. And this, I believe, is exactly what's happening with the planet right now. We are getting just kind of shit on, to be honest, with a lot of fear, with a lot of uncertainty, with a lot of doubt, with a lot of death and destruction and and all of that, where 
I believe that eventually, sometime soon, the world is just going to be sick of it and ready to awaken, ready to expand. We've got to break down before we break through. We've got to. And I know that at my lowest point in my life is where I had my biggest expansion. And I have witnessed that in many, many others as well. And that is a huge path to awakening. So you get away from the third dimension. You get away from autopilot programming and you step into questioning. You step into a higher vibration. You step into 4D. Oh, so this projected reality, this news article, this government, this monetary system, this is not all that there is. There's something else going on. There are other agendas. There are conspiracies. There are other groups, organizations, beings that have never been spoken about before publicly in mainstream. And that's incredible. And that's a lot of information to take in right away. And so we move into this realm of wanting to know both sides Cool. I grew up with the physical world, but what about the energetic? What about the vibrational? What is inside of my body? What is fueling my frequency? Oh, it's a soul. What is a soul? Where does it come from? Does it die? Does it continue living? If it continues living, what does that mean? Is reincarnation real? What is God? Is God just another soul? I mean, there are so many questions within that 4D frequency. Once again, if you continue to attach yourself to both sides, wanting to know all the information, you will be stuck in overwhelm. (laughs) It's funny, right? Because 3D is autopilot. 3D is you're just accepting life as it is. You're just existing in the moment. And it's simple. It's straightforward. It's in front of you. 4D is you're questioning everything. You want to know everything. 3D, you don't know anything at all. All you know is what's in front of you. 4D is you can never know enough. There's more and more and more and more. And personally, I was stuck in 4D for quite some time, just questioning, just expanding, just wanting it all. And as a channeler, the ability to ask questions and receive information directly is incredible. But years go by and at a certain point in time, not that I get bored because information is never boring. Uh, It's quite infinite. I would say that it was more or less a feeling of getting very overwhelmed, very overstimulated. If you have it all or if you step into the infiniteness of this universe, then it's never ending and you're always on a hunt. And as exciting as that could be, that can also be completely paralyzing because you're not actually moving forward within your own soul. You're not actually allowing yourself to experience. You are searching and mostly searching outside of yourself. But even when you do search within yourself and you experience both sides of who you are, whether it be the light and the dark, or the physical and the vibrational, you're still on a hunt. You're still searching. Now, the energy, the vibration that I've been stepping into 
And I'm definitely not there yet, not even comfortable with being there yet. This is very new for me. But I would say 2020 was a huge push in this direction for me and the teachings that come through me is experiencing, not just knowing, not just finding out, not just exploring, expanding, and gaining access to new knowledge, but to really just sit, to sit with the understanding that there is a physical world, to sit with the understanding that we could fall back into autopilot, to sit with the understanding that there is an infinite amount of information out there at all times, but to really just sit in between all of that, not have to know, not have to reach, not have to chase. You understand that it's all out there, but you don't need it. Now, for me anyway, that has been freedom. That has been pure liberation at its finest. And that's a place that I want to be in more than searching. Because when we are souls, we have a connection to pure source. We do know it all. But we didn't come here in this physical body to know it all. We came here to be and to let go of all that is, as a matter of fact. And the second that we can do that, and we're okay with doing that, is the second that we expand and move forward infinitely. Now, that's, that's all great information, right? It's a, good, it's a good little rant about 3D, 4D, 5D. But I want to deep dive a little bit further into identity in particular. Now, I want to say that this is by far my biggest hurdle to overcome. I have struggled with this since day one. And you know what? Beyond the struggle, I also enjoy this. I find that it's a game and I love playing this game. (laughs) And the game is identity. It's an identity game. And beyond identity, what we could call it is categories. What is your category? What is your identity? For me, it's been really difficult. I think years ago, I identified as an artist and I even had a business card that said student because I was going to university, student, artist, and maybe truth seeker or something like that. And then I get further along in my career, I get on YouTube and I mean, you've got to really think about people for the first time ever discovering my YouTube thinking okay, so who is this girl? You know, what is she all about? And typically when you label yourself or you have an identity or you put yourself into a category, it's easy to identify with or without that person. So if I said, oh, I'm a LGBTQ plus, you know, blogger or vlogger, that's what I am, then I would have a certain section of society that resonates with that aspect of who I am. But that's not who I am. I could also be considered a, you know, alien extraterrestrial channeler. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Once again, that is not just who I am. And, you know, or a past life uh, regressionist or a medium or a clairvoyant or psychic, you know, I mean, there's so many different labels that I just have a hard time figuring out which one it is. Now, maybe you're listening to this for a reason. Maybe you're about to start a business of your own. Maybe you've been in business and you want to switch it up, right? Maybe you're a 
Reiki practitioner or you're some sort of uh, meditation coach, right? But maybe you're a meditation coach who is also an artist, who is also a mom, who is also a blogger, who is also a traveler, loves to travel, loves to cook, right? I mean, the problem is, is that we're really trying to figure out who we are and then we are trying to convince the rest of the world that we are that thing, which means that typically you are going to be living through the perception of others based on the label that you've created rather than just being yourself from moment to moment. Now, let's say the 3D version of you is attaching yourself to a label. Like I mentioned at the beginning, I'm a doctor, I'm a mother, I'm a whatever. And then the 4D version is, you know, maybe you're a doctor, but you're also a mom. That's pretty cool. The 5D version is you are all of it. And when I was thinking a while back, what would the name of my business be? I think at the time I was doing chakra readings. So I, you know, a chakra practitioner, you know, an energy clearer, right? I mean, there's all these names that I came up with that were pertaining to the gifts that I had in that moment. But then I realized, what if my gifts change? What if my interests change? What if I want to be a dog walker in the future? So I decided that my business name was going to be my name. It's not a thing. It's not an identifier. It's just who I am. And I'm allowed to be anything I want to be under Elizabeth April. I'm allowed to do anything I want to do under Elizabeth April. Like I said, I could be a painter. I could be a carpenter. I could be a fizzy drink maker, right? I could be anything. I'm not attached or conditioned to just one label. Now, it's funny. Recently, I've been getting some TV interest and opportunities, mostly for my own TV show. That's probably the, you know, a next goal of mine. And all of these big networks are like, all right, so uh, who are you? What do you do? And I ask, well, what are you looking for, right? Because I'm able to work within the parameters and limitations that they are setting forth. And I don't have resistance to that. I don't have resentment to that. I'm not pushing to be just one thing. So I'm flexible. I'm able to work within the grooves. And that's why I think I'm very flexible within this 3D world. I'm not just attached to the sitting and the nothing and the not knowing. I can, I could know. I could know a little bit about this and a little bit about that. I would never want to be just one thing. And I feel like my struggle with finding an identity, with finding a label, with figuring out who I am, more so at a professional level, I think who I am as a human is this is it's a similar concept. I just do what I love to do on a daily basis. If one day I want to eat cotton candy all day, I'm going to eat cotton candy all day. <laughs> if the next day I want to eat broccoli and hummus all day, I'm going to eat broccoli and hummus all day. Right. If one day I want to, you know, cruise around on my electric, you know, longboard, I'm going to do that. If the next day I want to go swimming in the lake or the ocean, I'm going to do that, you know, or what have you. Right. So when we detach 
to who we think we are, when we detach to a concept of our business or a concept of our identity, we really open doors to an infinite amount of other identities, of other experiences, of other opportunities that we didn't even know were possible within the confines of the identity that we were attached to before. In the fifth dimensional frequency level, you are a quantum being. You are everything and nothing all at the same time. There is no need to attach or project in any given moment who you think you are. And that's, that's really important that we realize that. But the problem is society isn't there yet. I've gotten a lot of backlash for relaying my view on identity, even from my own friends who really strongly identify with certain aspects of their reality. Like, for example, I put out a TikTok video, really hate TikTok, by the way, uh, put out a TikTok video and it was entitled, I'm not gay. And yeah, of course, I've got a beautiful wife and, and society would for sure pin me as gay. And I've dated men my whole life, right? So maybe I'm bi, but who, who cares? Who cares? The whole point of the video is, why do we have to identify with anything? Why can't I just be a human? I'm not white. I'm not gay. I'm not short. I'm not young. I'm not old. I'm not English. I'm not Canadian. I'm not American. Why can't I just be a human? And once again, I got a lot of backlash for that video from the online community, but also from my own community personally. And it's tough. This is tough for me. I feel like people aren't there yet. And I feel sometimes maybe arrogant for feeling like they're not there yet or that this is the way of the future. And maybe I'm blinded by thinking that this is the way of the future, but I am adamant that this has got to be the way of the future. We got to get away from identifiers. Identifiers only ever limit the possibilities of what we could potentially step into. So let's bring it to maybe another contentious topic, which is uh, disabilities. Someone who maybe loses a leg in war or surfing, they are all of a sudden labeled by society as disabled. And I think that there is good reason for certain labels. And the reason why I say that within society anyway, is that we can understand that they have limitations. It's good to recognize certain labels and minorities in order to bring equality and unity to the whole. That's why I believe things like indigenous rights, even like BLM, even though I have my own kind of view on that, it needed to happen in order to bring equality to everybody, you know, to every minority. And that's important. So we have to recognize the inequality which specifically is connected to certain categories, certain identifiers. But eventually, I'm hoping that we get to a place where we are all equal, we all have the same rights, and we are all recognized as human. It's probably going to be a long way off before we are there yet, but why not get the ball rolling? I mean, if I ever turn on the news, which I don't ever because I just I don't even have cable, but if I were, all I hear is identity this and uh, minorities that and, oh, you know, the, the cases of COVID this. And it's, it's really perpetuating the issues that we have in 
people looking down on other people because of those identifiers. I know amazing people who are considered disabled, who do not allow that to to stop them. You know, they're living a great life. They're living their best life. And uh, it's very similar to years ago. I had a friend of mine and, you know, we all loved him very, very much. And he was just kind of like lacking motivation. And I would say, you know, yeah, just, just kind of low vibrational place not really passionate or excited about anything. And me and my friends, well, my friends especially were like, oh my God, like he's depressed. What can we do about his depression? And I told them, I said, the worst thing you could do is tell him he's depressed because he's going to attach himself to that identifier and he's going to perpetuate that identity. We all get depressed. We all get manic. We all get attached to one thing or another. We all have experiences on the spectrum. We all have OCD tendencies. We all have A type, B type, C type personalities, right? We can all be all of it. Why do we have to label? Why do we have to figure it out? Why do we have to pigeonhole to just one thing? We don't. I'm telling you right now, you are going to create conflict for yourself if you are trying to hang on to one thing. So for me in my field, I can navigate myself into the identities and the roles that I need to play in that moment. And and they're not fake. They're not a projection. These are aspects of myself. You know, if I were to try and pretend in maybe one of these like sizzle reels that I'm a pianist, right? Oh, yeah, I play great piano. That would be a lie. That would be a projection. That would be, you know, me maybe playing the game a little bit too hard, right? But for me to say, yeah, I'm a psychic, uh, but I'm also a medium and I'm also a past life regressionist and finding one of those that aligns to the vibration of the moment and working with that. That is smart. That's what that is. That's an intelligent way to navigate. So it can be destabilizing to be in this mode of being everything all at once. But likewise, it can also be almost too stabilizing to identify with just one thing. So if you let go of the attachments, if you allow yourself to have access to all of you, right? Then you can really navigate. You can really experience and explore. Now think about it with your friends, right? One day you are in need of some girl talk, of some advice, of a helping hand. And the next day you are the life coach to your friends. You are the advisor. And we all do that anyway. We all fit ourselves into specific roles. Now, I'll tell you right now that if you have a friend or a family member that is negative, that is in a victim mentality over and over and over again, what you're going to find is all of a sudden you don't resonate with them. Why? Because they are choosing to just be one thing all the time. There is no flow. There is no balance. There is no experiencing the multitudinous of who you are. There is just them and what they need and you and a constant giving on your part, right? That's not a quantum way of being. So in order to move into 5D, in order to move into a quantum level, we need to really be okay with not being, but simultaneously being at all 
and feeling out the vibrational frequency of our environment to align our innermost vibrational frequency to that environment in order to really just feel harmonized all the time. Not only are you free and you're allowing yourself that freedom from moment to moment, but you're navigating, you're intuiting, you're aligning, you're harmonizing within that freedom. And that is an amazing place to be. That is, in my opinion, the best place to be. And you know what? You might confuse people who love you. What do you mean? I mean, I, you know, you're always good. Why? What do you mean you need my help? Right? You never ask me for help. Cool. I'm asking now. Right? So important that we take those steps. So important that we switch it up. How do you know if your best friend can provide for you if you don't ask? How do you know your mom can't change and be more loving and nurturing if you don't try, if you don't step into a different identity? When you start to switch it up, the people in your life are going to be forced to switch it up or to leave. And that's where we are, folks. We're in a place where it's, you know, shit or get off the pot. I love that saying, actually. Really, truly, it is not about being ignorant. It is not about being on autopilot. It is not about doing all the things just to do all the things because that's what you've done before. It's not about safety. It's not about comfortability. It's not about the third dimension frequency. But likewise, it's not about knowledge. It's not about knowing. It's not about polarity. It's not about conspiracy. It's not about the agendas. It's about just being and feeling and presence. That's what it's about. So if you're feeling stuck right now, attune yourself, align yourself, question yourself. Where are you at right now? Are you trying to project, attach, identify, and yet it still doesn't feel right? It's still not working out for you? There's a reason for that. So Starseed, where are you right now? Are you 3D on autopilot? Are you 4D, stuck in polarity? Or are you 5D and just floating above it all? Understanding that you have all of the options, but none of the pressure to choose any of them. That's where we're going. And if you're not there now, I just want to give you a little bit of hope that that is your future. That is the next step for you. And the world is waiting for you to get there. Because when you do, everyone else around you can get there too. That is all, beautiful beings. Thank you for hanging in there. It was probably a month or two of no podcasting, simply because I didn't have my equipment for one month, and then I didn't have anywhere to record for another month. So here we are. I'm very excited to get back on track with podcasts and all this other exclusive content. Please go to my website, make a free account. We are releasing a brand new membership program uh, coming soon. Uh, there is an audiobook that is also being released. So I'm very excited about that. And then we also have the monthly Galactic Federation meetings. 
So if you are feeling down, if you are wondering about the agendas and the conspiracy, but you don't want to get attached to any of it, I definitely recommend checking out some of the prior Galactic Federation recordings. You can find them all on my website, elizabethapril.com. And that is all for me. I will see all of you in the fifth dimension frequency.